Come celebrate 40 years of Unix at the Ohio Linux Fest from September 25th through the 27th. If you use GNU, Linux, BSD, OpenSolaris, or any Unix or Unix-like system, you belong at Ohio Linux Fest. Register free today at ohiolinux.org. Frequency, the Amateur Radio Podcast. My name is Richard, KB5JBV, and I am your host. we got a little something special for you this time around. Uh, recently, we did a live show over at Ustream.tv, and uh, we only had a couple folks show up for it, but we were pretty much just testing the equipment and making sure we could uh, make it happen. Uh, live with video. Uh Y'all go ahead and listen. This is the uncut, unedited version of the audio track. And uh, y'all come by and see us. Keep your eyes open on Twitter. Come by the websites. Uh, I'll be putting links up over at Resonant Frequency. I will be putting uh, links up over at Black Sparrow Media so you can get to it. If you'd like to take a look at the video, you can find it on either one of those sites. I will also put a link up to uh, our show page at Ustream.tv. So, you know, keep your eyes open. We haven't firmed up a regular schedule yet, but when we do get it firmed up, all that information will be posted over at the websites. May even get Russ to let me post a link over at Linux in the Ham Shack. Who knows? But... uh, it's uh, pretty much just me rambling for an hour, but I hope y'all are able to get some information out of it. This is uh, our surprise episode, let's call it that. But uh, if this thing works out and we're able to get it going more often, then uh, we'll be able to get y'all more shows out every month. So kick back, enjoy yourself, uh, get you something to drink. This is Resonant Frequency Live. Okay, hello everybody and welcome to uh, Resonant Frequency Live. We're testing the equipment out today. I set myself a task earlier today about uh, to uh, get this thing up and going. And uh, we're going we're gonna to do the best we can. Okay. Yeah, a little feedback on myself. Okay, uh, hopefully y'all can still hear me. Let me... Uh, the one person in the chat room, can you tell me if my audio is still coming through? And uh, anyway, we've been planning on doing this for some time. Been talking about it on the uh, on the podcast on the uh, Resonant Frequency podcast on the podcast, and uh, 
Anyway, here here we are, and we're ready to go. Yeah, once again, uh, Ustreamer22973, if you're there, please uh, let me know if the audio is coming on through. And while we're doing that, I'll try and find y'all some content real quick, because I threw this together kind of in a hurry. Uh, let's see. Okay. By the way, uh, Linux in the Ham Shack 17 is out. It was posted the uh, day before yesterday. And uh, if we can get a few more people in here, we'll get us uh, get ourselves started, have us a little round table going. And uh, let's see. We do have some emails if we have to fall back to that point. So uh, welcome to Resonant Frequency Live. Like I said, this is more an equipment test than anything else. And... Uh, I wanted to make sure we had it up and going and uh, uh, everything was working correctly. It appears I'm not going to get uh, any input. Well, it looks it looks like uh, looks like the audio is going out. I can only hope that it is. And it sounds like it is. So uh, best I can tell, let's go ahead and get started then. Um uh, at Resonant Frequency, uh, we'll start with uh, some feedback we received recently. We read this one last night on the uh, Linux in the Ham Shack podcast, but uh, it had a lot of good stuff, and it, it was actually pointed to the Resonant Frequency podcast. It says, Hi, Richard. I really like the podcast. It makes my drive in, in to work from Salina to uh, Richardson much more enjoyable. I like the idea of a live show and a roundtable. Well, that's why we're trying this out tonight. Have a pretty good audio set up at home and would like to participate. I like talking about the hobby, and it would also uh, give me some podcast experience. May I say, too, that I like your attitude towards new hams. In a recent podcast, you talked about APRS and how some hams must feel left out of the hobby because they cannot get the latest and greatest hardware. I run APRS daily, but no, it took me forever to get that dual band rig. I have always been on a budget as far as radio stuff goes, and being married 30 plus years the same, to the same woman can tell you that every purchase has to be approved by the boss, and boy, I know that feeling. I think we uh, lose a lot of ha young hams these days because quite frankly a lot of hams just don't seem to want to do the elmer thing and help them out it is a shame uh, heck i have been snubbed by snubbed on hf more times than i can count trying to get in on a qso with some of these big gun old timers that park on a frequency for hours on end uh, i was told one time that my low power signal was really messing up their QSO and that I should uh, go somewhere else. Not exactly what I call a hobby building and welcoming attitude. Anyway, my call signs in zero JRJ. I am a general uh, class ham. I work in the telecom field, have a lot of PC and radio experience. I like portable emergency operation, digital modes. Heck, I like it all. I love to share and teach, and I love to learn. 
please let me know if I can help in any way. 73 is OM, and all the best. George N0, JRJ. Well, George, thank you very much, and uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, thank you here, because this will go out. Enough to overwhelm you if it's first day, if you're just getting into the hobby and uh, put you in a position where you're just afraid to do anything. So um, that's pretty much the way I feel. And yes, I meant to get in touch with you for this uh, deal tonight, but it kind of happened in a hurry. I figured I was never going to get it done if I didn't make myself sit down and make myself do it. So thank you for the feedback. Next one I've got is from uh, uh, Barry, K4URI. If I slowed down, it'd probably help. These are the virtues of live programs. All right. As a new ham, October of 2006, I have just got turned on to your podcast. What a great thing. Sounds great, and I love the info. I've only scratched the surface of this hobby, and the podcast is really letting me know what else there is out there in amateur radio. Love the musical interludes along with everything else. Times are tight, but we'll see uh, if we can't send a little something your way in the near future. Keep doing what you're doing. 73 for now, Barry K4RUE in Virginia Beach, Virginia. Well, thank you, Barry, and uh, I'd like to thank all the folks that send out to send these po positive feedbacks. That's one of the reasons the format on the uh, on the uh, regular monthly show is the way it is because uh, I ask what y'all like and what y'all don't like, and when I find out y'all don't like something, I do my best to change it. Uh, there's a few things I stand fast on, but for the most part, we're pretty flexible. Okay, so uh, moving on to the next one. Next one's from Mike, uh, KF7AME. I think Mike's probably a new guy. I just found the podcast, and I am in the process of catching up on your back episodes. I just wanted to stop and thank you for your statements on one of your later podcasts about new hams not being able to afford everything at once. I got my first license in March and then upgraded to general last month. So I am a green, as green as they come. Oh no, there's plenty greener out there. My Elmer, bless his heart, is great. However, he keeps trying to discourage me from putting up wire antennas and playing around. He can't understand why I don't just plunk down $400 for a multiband vertical. I'm still trying to keep uh, my wife from finding out how much my HF rig really costs. Uh, yeah, I've had to play that game, too. And uh, uh, let's see. She keeps asking me to get the groceries and stuff. Anyway, thanks for the podcast. Mike, KF7AME. Well, thank you, Mike. And once again, I call them like I see them. I've been in this hobby 20 years, and... I've always found myself in a position I had to be watching to see who was getting upset about what and what people don't do means more to me than what they do do. And in fact, I've got a little example of that. May talk about it in a few minutes. But anyway, thank you, Mike. 
next one we is from Bob K4BB. I don't know if I this is left over. Well, we'll give it a try anyway. Hey, Richard, I just discovered the resonant frequency in LHS podcast in the last month. Yeah, I think this is left over from the last time. And enjoy them. I also enjoy the music, even though sometimes I think the bandwidth necessary to download it might be a waste. Okay, keep it coming, the shows and the music. Good job, good show. Bob, K4BB. All right, Bob. Well, you know, like we said on Linux in the Ham Shack and on uh, episode 34 of Resonant Frequency, the music part of the format, we are not the ARRL radio news. They're a low bandwidth kind of thing. And uh, anybody out there listening to this, uh, the recorded version or even the live version, and I can't see you guys in the chat room at the moment because I've got that window shut so I can uh, read some email to y'all. But uh, music part of the phone format, we are infotainment is the way Russ puts it. And this show has been pretty much the same format for the last three, two and a half years. And will continue to be other than the occasional live broadcast, which like we're doing tonight. So uh, if you're here in the chat room tonight, you're very lucky. This is the inaugural live uh, edition of Resonant Frequency Live. Anyway, thank you for your email, Bob. Next up, I've got, uh, you know, I've got Google Alerts set up for one thing and another, and uh, I have them come in. They, They show up for stuff on the other show. They show up for stuff on this show. And, uh... I ended up getting a Google Alert in not too long ago. It seems that uh, Russ Winter, and those of you who run the Linux operating system probably know Russ. Uh, he used to do the uh, DistroWatch weekly news, weekly uh, podcast. And uh, he has since quit doing that to concentrate on his own show. And it is called The Techie Geek. And uh, it's a pretty good show. I've been listening to it quite a bit. Uh, Russ has been uh, turning me on to quite a few things, including uh, a four-gig Sansa clip that I (laughs) I purchased uh, not too long ago for about half the new price. And uh, in episode 40, he talks about us a little bit. Uh, I believe he talked about us in the uh, episode previous to that, too, a little bit. But um, go on over and check the check russ's website or uh, podcast out episode 40 is one uh, i'm most particularly interested in and that's over at the techie geek podcast and that is uh, techiegeek.com uh, episode 40 you ought to be able to find it pretty easy if not it's on uh, it's on page 463 if y'all uh, are familiar with wordpress okay so uh, last but not least i got uh, occasionally i get a tweet in via Twitter, and I'll give y'all all all that information pretty soon, and uh, came from WA4HRK, WA4HRK, and I don't remember his first name right offhand, but that's okay, and it simply says, thanks Richard, one of the best, and he was talking about episode 33 when it came out, I believe, possibly episode 34, and uh, I just want to let him know also, I appreciate all the input I get from every single one of y'all, uh, whether it comes in on Twitter, whether it uh, comes in via email, 
whether you leave a comment on the website, whatever. So let me give you all some information on that stuff right now. Uh, if you all want to send feedback or whatever, uh, go ahead and uh, go on over to the website. And uh, that would be at uh, RF rfpodcast.info rfpodcast.info you can find out about the uh, resonant frequency show you're not going to find anything about the live program because once again um, this is something that I I told myself today if I didn't sit down and do it it wasn't going to get done and 6 hours ago I started 6 hours and 15 minutes ago I started setting the hardware up and here we are now We'd like to th- welcome uh, KA9WKA in the chat room and Ustreamer6215. Uh, when y'all come in as a as a uh, a uh, guest, which is when you get the Ustreamer number, uh, y'all give me a chance to go ahead and uh, give you voice in the chat room. Otherwise, it'll try and kick you out. Other than that, uh, y'all could sign in. If you have a a Gmail or Facebook account, you can sign in with the open ID, and you don't have to go through the uh, rigmarole of setting up an account and all that other stuff. Uh, Y'all can go ahead and give that a a shot. Now, I done lost my train of thought, but I'll get it back. Y'all know I don't keep up with this stuff very well. I do. uh, I very rarely lose my mind anymore because I keep it in a tin box over on the shelf. Okay, so, uh, where was it? <laughs> Gotta love a live show. I know I had an email open a while ago. I was going to talk about something. Y'all just bear with me a minute and I'll find it. Let's see. Wasn't that one? Wasn't that one? Oh, now I remember. This is a good topic to start off on. I finally found the email that uh, brought it to mind. Uh, For a lot of years. By the way, uh, KA9WKA, do you happen to have a microphone hooked up to your uh, computer? And we'll talk a minute while that's getting typed. I'll bring him on in here and make him do some work. (coughs) Excuse me. Oh, not at the moment. Well, you're going to have to get that fixed. Anyway, all right, let's start off with this. I got some new streamers in the chat room. Y'all can type at me if you want to. Uh, y'all try and keep it clean because I might read it, and we don't want to get an explicit tag and that kind of stuff. So, uh, either a webcam with a mic on it or a USB headset. They're pretty cheap. I picked one up at Walmart for like 25 bucks. was on the closeout rack. Okay, one of the emails uh, talked about uh, the guys, the new guys, that uh, they really can't afford to go out and buy the latest and greatest in uh, amateur radio hardware and all that stuff. And it's simply because, you know, uh, people nowadays, they don't stop and take into account. They assume that everybody has what they have. Yes, you could order one through the Amazon link. I, that was a prompt for a commercial, wasn't it? Well, I'll, I'll do that in a minute. Anyway, uh, everybody assumes that 
everybody else has got the same kind of equipment that they've got, and if they don't have it, they ought to be able to run out and get it. But it don't work that way. Uh, if y'all been a listener of Resonant Frequency for any time at all, y'all have heard me do the uh, episodes about handheld as a first rig and uh, that kind of stuff. You know, I remember. I've been licensed 20 years, but I remember. You know, I wouldn't have had my first radio when I got my first radio if it wasn't a bribe from my father, who was an extra class, to take my technician test. And I used that handheld as a handheld, a mobile rig, and a base rig for almost a year and a half. I wore that bad boy out. It it was beautiful. It was the most beautiful thing I'd ever seen. Uh, Yezu 209RH. And it was beautiful. And it worked like nobody's business. Greatest radio ever. But I also know that it took me forever to get a mobile rig. And my first mobile rig was only a 20-watt radio. The second one I got, I got for 50 bucks at a pawn shop because they didn't know what they had. And since then, yeah, I've just got finished selling off a whole truckload of amateur radio equipment year, year and a half ago because I had so much stuff that I couldn't move. But it takes time to accumulate that stuff. We had the one email a while ago where... Uh, the gentleman was talking about his Elmer was trying to talk him out of working with wire antennas. Well, you know what? The best way to figure out how to learn how an antenna works is to build them. And wire antennas are a great place to start because if you mess them up, you're only out four or five bucks in wire. So, uh, you know, that right there... Uh, you, you got to take into account, and it's the same way, it's the same pl- thing everywhere you go, but it seems like it's getting worse and worse in the amateur radio hobby. You know, uh, it looks like uh, WKA done built, built himself another doublet. Oh, we just lost one of our U streamers. Oh, well. Okay. And uh, since since I do have the re- the video recording on this, I don't know how I'm gonna get the audio off of it, but we'll we'll uh, that chicken when we come to it. And uh, since we're doing this, we'll go ahead and put put that in there too. Uh, go on over to BlackSparrowMedia.com, which is uh, the mother side of all uh, Richard's podcasts and uh, that kind of stuff. Uh, that's it www.blacksparrowmedia.com and if you got something that uh, you can uh, purchase over at Amazon so you're planning on purchasing something from Amazon.com if you'll go over to the Black Sparrow Media website and click through from one of the links over there uh, it would be highly appreciated by myself Russ, the rest of the the rest of the uh, resonant frequency and uh, uh, Linux and the Hamshack listeners because every purchase you make over there, we get a little chunk of it. Just a little one. But it doesn't cost you any extra. And it helps support the podcast and the websites and all this other stuff that Russ and I do. You know, we're doing video tonight. This is the first time ever. I am so proud of myself. This is the first time ever we're doing video for Resonant Frequency. We have, we have been going since 2007. I think it's 2007. I'd have to check. 
but I think it's 2007, and <clears throat> that makes us about two and a half years old, and this is our very first video podcast. So, and we can only attribute that to the cooperation and support we get from our listeners. It's starting to sound like PBS, ain't it? Anyway, go on over to the website, click through to Amazon.com, and um, uh, we will appreciate it, definitely. Okay, so, uh, da, 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 da. 135-foot doublet. Whoo. I bet that one's difficult to get in the yard. Now, uh, Ustreamer6215, do you happen to have a call sign while we're, uh, while we're idling and I'm trying to figure out uh, what we're going to do next? Uh, I feel like I ought to throw my call sign out and identify the net. This is KB5JBV with Resonant Frequency Live. Okay. All right. Apparently, we got some fictitious you streamers out there because they're they're not paying attention. Okay. What else? I had another bee in my bonnet, and I can't remember what it was. We may not go a full episode this evening, even though we're already twenty five minutes in, and that's uh, really surprising me. Uh, let's talk about Elmer in a little bit. So we'll at least have some kind of video for these folks. I promise to try and have some videos, maybe have some audio to play on some of these future uh, future shows. Hopefully, we'll be able to get some folks in here and uh, and have more of a roundtable discussion, that kind of stuff. Short of going to some place like Talk Shoe or something like that, we uh, really can't get the folks in that don't have uh, microphones and things like that. But unfortunately, if we go over to some place like TalkShoe, then we don't have video. And at some point, I will have some videos that I can go ahead and uh, push through for y'all to take a look at. So, looks like we're not going to get a lot of bites coming through. Uh, I, I know I sent, uh, sent a ping out, so uh, everybody on Twitter, Identica friend feeds that's following me and two or three other places I don't even remember what they are uh, at least saw it they might show up uh, I haven't seen my name in the in the Twitter feed as it uh, was going by apparently everybody's gone off to sleep you know that's one of the things about Twitter Twitter's a good uh, Twitter is a good tool for uh, some of the newer hams and uh, that's you guys. Uh, some of you guys have just got licensed not too many years ago because it'll allow you to help. Uh, it will allow you to set up QSO times, make schedules. Um, there are a couple tools that feed information automatically into Twitter. So if you follow, uh, say, DX Anywhere or uh, Ham Feed, You'll get information coming through that you can use and that kind of stuff. Uh, Linux Outlaws recently had a uh, had an episode, or maybe it was Hacker Public Radio, had an episode uh, about social networking and how it can help out in the Linux community. And most of the stuff I heard them talking about is stuff that's applicable to amateur radio. You know, I'm a big uh, 
I'm a big fan of the internet. I've been messing with it since the early 90s. All righty. Looks like that here in a few weeks we may have another voice with us. Uh, I'm hoping that this doesn't turn into a regular thing. I, Bill, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's what I love about my live audience. I know, but I've been hitting the head so many times. In case y'all are wondering, Bill just ordered a microphone over at Amazon through the website like we were talking about just a minute ago. Bill shows up at Linux in a ham shack uh, consistently, and by now I probably should have memorized his name and put it with the call sign. When I was 27 years old and first got licensed, uh, 26 years old and first got licensed um, I could hear a call sign one time and the name associated with it and never forget well now <laughs> doggone it we got a guy KD7 ETH that shows up at Linux in the ham shack I called him Keith for three months before I figured out his name was Lee of course Bill tells me that that's okay that's what QRZ is for and that's right uh, that's right. We That's another one of those internet tools that works out so well. It ain't nothing like back in the days when you had to have 16 floppy disks and you had to buy a new set every year. Well, there you go. You know, the thing about extra classes, well, let me, let me say this. I'm an advanced, advanced, with... Uh, a novice call, my original novice call. But that's the thing about these extra class calls. You know, uh, some of these extras have had these calls so long that some of the letters have fallen off. That's what I keep telling folks. I remember what I had to be in my bonnet about. Since we're live, and I can do this, and we'll see how it happens. Since I'm having to entertain not only myself, but y'all too. Uh... We are in the age of the rude amateur radio operator. One of the emails earlier said something to the effect about uh, folks don't have, don't seem to have time to Elmer anymore. Well, you know, that's the truth. And it's even gotten to the point that if you have a difference of opinion with somebody, they will make it difficult for you to even... Well, I'll give you an example. I know one guy that uh, he's been the member a member of this club for 15 years something like that for about 5 years he left the club then he came back he's been uh, on the education committee he's been on the communications committee holy mackerel that's scary <laughs> anyway he's been on quite a few of the committees over the years he is an ex-president of the club he was president of the club for two years he uh, was in charge of coordinating their weekly net for two or three years uh, he was in charge of field day a couple of years and uh, anyway all this good stuff and now a new bunch has come on in at this particular club and uh, they are hams that have been licensed as long as my my friend 
but unfortunately they come in after being gone for 10 and 15 years having run out on that club when they didn't like the way things were going and once the people that made them mad so they'd leave uh, left they came back and started trying to run things and now it's just as bad as it was before they came back now I don't know about y'all I try not to get too heavily involved but one of the tactics that's going on over there is that uh, they're doing their dead level best to not only uh, chop the man's credibility out from underneath him they also are doing their best to keep him off of their repeater they can't actually bar him because he's a he's a uh, a club member but every time he gets on there somebody tries to start some stuff with him now I've seen this go on before. Yeah, I've seen it go on ever since I got licensed. But it seems like it happens more and more often nowadays. I hear more and more stories about that all the time. So, you know, I'd like to hear any comments on that from anybody who uh, hears this show when it comes on out. Uh, it looks like we're not going to get very many people in the chat room this time around. But we will move on. Field day. Yeah, field day. I love field day. Field day is like my favorite ham holiday. Because for the last few years, I've been an assistant section manager here in North Texas. You can go over to the uh, league's uh, website, check out the North Texas section. You'll see me up there. I'm like second or third on the list. But I've been uh, assistant section manager for about four years. I was system section manager for three or four years back in the 90s and one of my favorite parts is traveling around visiting field day sites well just so happens i was uh i was over at the ham association of mesquite texas uh field day site during field day and i was i was jonesing now they were having it at the uh oh look you we have been joined by another individual give me a second okay you're good anyway so uh i was uh jonesing because they were having it at the texas baptist men uh facility and we've done a lot of work with those guys we were we ran their radio station during hurricane katrina and that kind of stuff and uh i respect the baptist men so i don't smoke on their property so i walked out into the street stood by the curb lit my cigarette and had two or three hams come up and start asking me questions and we talked about uh, uh, an antenna design I proposed to one of them a couple of years back. Uh, one of them got to ask me about wire antennas and uh, NVIS and that kind of stuff. And I get a lot of great questions. And then I walked into the trailer they were using for communications out there. And lo and behold, down in the corner, there was a guy sitting there running digital. He was using FL Digi of all things. Now, for those of y'all that have listened to the other show, y'all should know I'm a big fan of uh, FL Digi. Now, FL Digi uh, is a digital program for different digital modes. Anyway, I'm not going to get into it too, too much. But it turns out this guy, uh, he likes to make things better. Uh, that are open source and then give it back to the people that write the software so that uh, they can throw those improvements in. And we had a ball. 
uh, we sat there and talked about FLTG. We talked about digital. We just had a great time. I want you all to know I love field day. Uh, that brings me to something else. Uh, one of the things we're probably going to start doing also, or I'm going to start doing, is uh, for those of y'all in the uh, North Texas, South Texas, possibly Southern Oklahoma area, and if I get a wild hair, Eastern Louis or Western Louisiana, I'm going to start trying to hit more and more of these ham fests. Um, as far as the league's concerned, they're in capable hands, and uh, uh, they've pretty much got most stuff covered. So uh, I'm probably going to start hitting some of these uh, ham fests around the area for the two podcasts, Resonant Frequency and Linux and Ham Shack. Showing up down there, shaking some hands, meeting some of you listeners, you know, finding out what y'all are interested in, that kind of stuff. You know, I can sit around and talk and talk and talk about the stuff that I'm interested in, and it really don't make a hill of beans if it's not something that y'all are interested in. Even Bill will tell you that. (laughs) I hope you're streaming us really loud wherever you're at, Bill, so everybody can hear us. (laughs) Oh... The great thing about video, something else comes to mind, the great thing about video is that with video, I can show you the world-famous click and pin. Now, I know uh, something else I just just realized. Okay, you get that window open. And... uh, (laughs) The other thing I just realized is I've still got the air conditioner running here in the back. Now, I'm sorry about that extra noise, y'all, but uh, I don't know. I don't know what temperature it got up to today, but it was real close to yesterday, and yesterday was 105 degrees. And uh, I know some of you guys out in the West, 105 is no big thing, but. We are in the worst of all possible worlds right here in Tornado Alley because we get the heat that the West has got and we get the humidity that the East has got. So, you know, when we have a humidity of 24, 25%, it's practically non-existent. So now that I've talked about storms, I probably need to talk about hurricane season. Hurricane season has been going on for uh, about a month and a half now, y'all. And uh, luckily, we haven't had any major storms. I understand there was a a little one cooking out there in the Pacific, which uh, may or may not look like it was moving away from uh, the uh, Central America instead of towards it. But we have had one or two uh, come right across Central America and into the Gulf and fire back up. This is one of the things we need to watch out for this coming year. And... uh, you know, luckily the guys in Indiana and Colorado and up in uh, North and South Dakota don't really have to worry about hurricanes. Uh, we worry about them a lot. In fact, uh, Katrina Katrina didn't really do a lot of damage up here other than the fact that we caught all the evacuees here in uh, Mesquite, Texas. Dallas caught a big bunch of the evacuees, and uh, one of the staging areas was over here about two miles from my house. Same way with uh, Rita, and Rita came a whole lot closer, and in fact, uh, we ended up spending 18 hours without power here because the wind, we have above-ground wires, and it blew the wind, or the wind blew it 
blew them down. Uh, luckily, I got battery power. Something else we need to uh, work on as far as uh, our listeners. And I know I've promised those of you that are regular listeners, I know I've promised y'all to get back on the battery and charger series. Boy, I'm getting there. I'm doing the research. It's kind of dry. And I know y'all uh, y'all saw it as dry when we were doing the series. But I, I promise I'll get back on it. And uh, y'all make sure y'all nudge me every once in a while and let me know. Okay. So, if y'all will give me a minute, just a minute, not not many minutes, just a couple, and uh, let me... Uh, let me go ahead and do something here and see if we can't bring some more folks in here for the uh, for the final run down to 9 o'clock because I think we'll, if we don't shut it down before then, I think we'll kill it, kill it by 9 o'clock and uh, call it done and that'll be our first episode because it seems like other than not having a way to record the audio off of this, which I will have to work on, uh, other than not having a way to record the audio off of this live uh, live episode, um, I think we can probably pretty much call it a success. In case I forget in a little while, Ustreamer6215, thank you for showing up. And Bill, thank you for showing up. Uh, I probably should have thrown an announcement out in uh, Linux Cranks. I'd have had more, uh, more of them guys over here than I knew what to do with. But then... Uh, then we'd have to get that explicit tag, and we'd end up having to, uh... Okay, if you want to say something now, 51022, you're, you're welcome to do so. Anyway, we'd have had more of them over here, but you know what? We'd ended up having to put that red tag on the podcast. <laughs> They're a bunch of great guys. They really are. We had a lot of fun. A lot of fun the other day. Uh-oh. Looking like we struck oil over there on Twitter. Might not have been Twitter. Might have been Identica. Y'all let me know where you come from. And don't say your mama. Ah, there's Chris. Hello, Chris. Let me, uh, let me open you up. There we go. All right. There's Chris. We're sitting here testing resonant frequency live. We're trying to do a... Uh, trying to start adding some live episodes to the feed uh what have you got to offer maybe we're starting to run dry on subject matter uh say hello to bill and the anonymous you streamers <laughs> chris runs a couple of really cool sites over there, bill get with him a little later and he'll, he'll point you towards all of them uh, let's see, 73s.org and ham feed yours, Chris. Okay, ham feed. Yeah, uh, a couple of great sites. Uh, I talked about a bunch of them on an episode not too long ago. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Hambrief. Hambrief.tv also. Y'all go over and check out Hambrief. Uh, I don't often get a chance to sit and watch uh, video podcasts and uh, stuff like that, but I have caught a couple of episodes of Hambrief where Chris was doing interviews with uh, a couple of folks, and it's really good stuff, really good stuff. Y'all go over and uh, go over and check it out. 
See, our, uh, our U-streamers, I got them turned on, too, but they're bashful. Bashful. <laughs> and I think it's just everybody wanted to see what it looked like. Yeah, it's like I told everybody on Linux in the Ham Shack last night when we were recording it. These glasses right here, I don't need them unless I want to see. Oh, Chris, Chris. Thank you, Chris. Oh, my God, you choked me up. I'm going to get all misty. Well, y'all don't even start get me started about keyboard stuff. I had to, had to go to one guy here a while back. He had a problem with me ever since he was president of the local club. And I had to accuse him of having keyboard balls, and I hope I don't get censored for that. But I had to accuse him of that to get him to meet me somewhere so I could talk to him and try and find out what his problem was. And when it was over with, he was thanking me for getting with him. What kind of mic am I using? It is an MXL 63. Wait a minute. Hang on. Of course, it's hid down in the shock mount. I believe it is an M63V. When I get a chance, I'll take a look and I'll send you a picture. Well, let's take a tour. Y'all don't get seasick on me. Okay. Uh, okay. We have the microphone. Where's it at? There's the microphone. This is one of Russ's old microphones. Made me a good deal on it. They've come way down in price. Got the uh, pop screen at Amazon. Okay, here we go again. Vertigo. Vertigo, Vertigo, and that would be an eight-channel mixer board with a USB connection, which we're currently not using. That's what the black patch cords are for. Hmm. I need to take a picture of that. Anyway, that's what we've got running, and currently I'm patched in with the... Uh, uh, couple of patch cords that are RCA on one end, a mono, two, double mono RCA on one end, and uh, eighth inch stereo on the other end, and, and that kind of stuff. Having a good microphone makes a lot of difference. I was using that headset for a while, and uh, oh boy, <laughs> I had a little echo going on in here. A uh, little echo effect added to it for a while, but it it upset Russ. It upset him. He did not like it. He would go in there when he'd edit, <laughs> edit the other podcast and take the echo out. All right. So you guys, uh, you you streamer guys, y'all uh, y'all ham radio operators. You know we're coming down the last fifteen minutes. I think we're going to go tonight. And uh, maybe we'll go a little longer the next time. I'd like to find out about uh, the other folks. Uh, Ustreamer51022 and Ustreamer6215. Of course, they probably could be up getting themselves something to drink. 
fighting off the dogs, cussing the neighbors. I've been known to stand on the porch and scream at cars driving down the street at 100 miles an hour. I don't blame anybody for having a hobby. I do need to get this camera placement worked out, though. Y'all should have seen me last night. I was pretending I was a German podcaster. Okay, well, we are recording this for posterity. And I'm not, like I said, I'm not sure how I'm going to get the audio off of it to put in the regular podcast feed, but I'll get that figured out. Having the, uh, having the material is half the battle. Kind of hoping at some point we'll be able to get some of the, uh, some of the other folks over on Twitter show up over here. Uh, maybe get Randy and some of the others. Um, I was kind of hoping that, uh, that Ben, uh, in his mirror to show up. Of course, I just remembered that for some reason he doesn't follow me anymore. <laughs> uh, uh, one of the guys over at Linux Cranks also is an amateur radio operator. He and I have been talking about that quite a bit. He was taken off to, uh, yeah, he was, uh, taken off to take him a nap about the time I was, uh, getting ready to start doing the actual audio testing on this. And everything else and uh, audacity audacity is the uh, way I was going to try and record the audio while I was doing the uh, the Ustream part and unfortunately the way it's hooked in right now I couldn't get it to go audacity is having an issue and a lot of people would tell me it's because of Linux but it just so happens that's on a Windows machine so uh Yes, I will be somehow able to uh, pull it off, even if I have to load it over on the iPod and feed it back through the mixer console. Uh, seems to me there should be a way to strip it off the file, that uh, the video file, and that kind of stuff. But I've got a couple of days. One of the reasons I decided to do this tonight, y'all, is because we recorded Linux in the Ham Shack last night. And it'll take Russ about a week to... Uh, get things uh, worked around where he can even start editing on that and hopefully with any luck I'll be able to have this taken care of and out in the feed by this weekend uh, I'm really looking to add more shows and in fact uh, here's something since since Chris is here let me talk about this and you guys that are listening to this after the fact the uh, pre-recorded version um uh, I've been looking at a, a website called Hacker Public Radio. The Linux guys have been turning me on to some of the stuff that's going on over there. And Hacker Public Radio is a central repository for Linux podcasts. You can go sign up for the feed at Hacker Public Radio and get a Linux podcast of some sort every day of the week. They vary in length from 15 minutes to an hour. They are very technical all the way down to new user type. And I would be interested in trying to set something like that up. We've got enough guys out here doing amateur radio podcasts now, uh, video and audio, which we all we have to do is figure out how to pull it all together. And I bet the guys over at HPR might be interested in helping us. So that's something I can throw out to you guys, and we can... Uh, 
ruminate on it a little bit. Ruminate, cogitate, or as we say down here, think on it a bit. Now we lost a uh, we lost fifty one zero two two, but sixty two fifteen still hanging in there with us. And uh, I hope we're not boring you, you streamer sixty two one six two one five. But uh, yeah, I'm really impressed, guys, because I really didn't think I was going to be able to go on this long. I thought we were probably going to get about twenty minutes out of this, which would have been uh, absolutely fine for me, as far as the uh, uh, initial episode of this and uh, I'm really happy you guys came along I probably should have got publicizing it earlier in the day unfortunately I wasn't able to do that so Chris um, something and since I've got you here and I'm not going to read your response but I was just curious uh, Russ noticed last night when he throws a tweet about Linux in the ham shack that it doesn't come through ham feeds is that a filtering thing, or is there something wrong on our end? Oh no, I'm getting the. It's going to sleep on me. There we go. And while he's thinking about that, go to your local ham fest. Yeah, we were talking about ham fest earlier. Uh, like I said, I'm gonna start getting around to uh, as many of these as I can. Um, I'll get myself a name tag so y'all can identify me. Unfortunately, whoever set up at Cafe Press Store, the shirts are too expensive. Actually, I set up the Cafe Press Store, and the shirts are expensive. But uh, we haven't sold one, and even if we did, I don't make a lot off of it. So, uh, oh, well, we lost Chris. That's probably why he didn't answer. <laughs> Hold the mackerel. All right. So, Bill, can you think of anything else we can talk about for the next seven minutes and make this a full hour? <laughs> uh, hmm. Yeah, that's what I say. Hmm. I say, hmm. I prefer the long version. <laughs> Actually, I think that is the long version, the seven-minute one. Of course, that's not going to stop me from reaching back here and getting the extended version of Inagata DeVita off the shelf back here. Seventeen and a half minutes. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> well, uh, do you listen to the other show? Or this show regularly? What am I thinking? Do you listen to resonant frequency regularly? there are Lieutenant Uhura and Ensign Chekhov. Behind me over here 
is Spock and my Brooks and Dunn autograph. Got Dan Marino over there. Seems like I got some other stuff around here, too. Anyway. Uh, okay. So, why was I asking you that? Oh. All right. Hang on a minute. 90612. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. You've been voiced. Come on in and talk to us a minute. We're uh, we're in to wrap up. Actually, we're talking about all our Star Trek stuff. My mother, de- <laughs> Bill, my mother decided that I liked Star Trek plates simply because, well, they like thing. I like Star Trek stuff is what they think. So I have a three dimensional chess set. I have a solid silver pocket watch. With uh, the second hand is um, uh, the Enterprise D. Yeah. A couple of mugs. I got a Planet Killer mug right back here. See, I don't know if I can reach it. Excuse me, not a mug, a Stein. I have some film cells from one of the films, that kind of stuff. Of course, I got film cells from anything that was the most popular movie between 1999 and 2003 because every movie I put together when I was working at that place, I took a few of the cells. So, you streamer 90612... Welcome. Yes. Blood wine. Blood wine. Okay. So, has anybody got anything else that we can talk about on a ham radio related live broadcast for about four minutes? Anybody? Anybody at all. Y'all don't make me start. I used to work at an auction. I've had a diverse employment history. Now, what that boils down to in English is that I'm flaky. Ha, ha, ha. Who's digressing? Really? In nine land, I don't think I'm going to be able to make it. Hamfest. I've been been trying to get to Dayton since I got licensed and haven't been there yet. Randy, uh, K7AGE, started uh, two years ago. Started trying to get all the podcasters and uh, video guys and that kind of stuff together to uh, meet up out at Dayton. And unfortunately, none of us could afford to go. Because we've either either spent all our money on computers, we've spent all our money on radios, we've spent all our money on uh, recording equipment, microphones, and stuff like that. 
And uh, there you go. I hope to go to Dayton before I die. Hopefully I'll be able to sw- swing back uh, through and hit the, hit the Rock and Roll Museum before I come back this way because i got two places right there and just can't make it happen. We have one down here. <clears throat> we have one down here called Hamcom. And Hamcom is the uh, West Gulf Division ARRL convention. So it lasts two to three days. There's seminars and that kind of stuff. Vendor areas, flea markets. Let me tell you, it's like Night of the Living Dead. <coughs> it is fun. Unfortunately, they moved it to a place where it's difficult to park and all that good stuff. Well, apparently we lost 90612. But 6215 still with us for the moment. All right. Well, you know, according to the uh, the clock ticking off over on the uh, on the video recording, we are at 52 minutes. So uh, apparently, I miscalculated. Well, it's like I said, you know, there there's places you want to go before you die. Dayton, league headquarters. You know, I'd like to sit behind W1AW for about 10 minutes. Just sit there. Uh, that's something else we can talk about that's ham radio related before we go. Uh, I was reading... Uh, ARRL bulletin that came out uh, yesterday or the day before... Uh, the digital transmissions from W1AW, they W1AW bulletins that have been the same as long as I have been licensed. They are changing a couple of the digital formats. Uh, they're going to remove Amtor and Amtor and ASCII in favor of PSK and. PSK and um, doggone it, MFSK no MF oh doggone it yeah MFSK sixteen which I think is they're great modes they are great modes and ASCII ASCII should have been gone before I was licensed I just hate to see the last holdout on Amtor uh, go by the wayside. You know, there was a guy for uh, quite a while out in California that was trying to revive Amtor. Amtor was one of my favorite modes. I worked 26 states in about six months on Amtor. But it's pretty much gone by the wayside. You know, Pactor, everybody wants to run Pactor. Well, I have my own thoughts on Pactor. I have run it, but... However, we did save Ritty. And in fact, I worked a guy in Luxembourg. And that still eats my father up because he's been licensed two years longer than I have and been trying to get Luxembourg ever since he got licensed. And I got Luxembourg on Ritty. Luxembourg. I thought I gave that one voice. Okay, now you can talk if you like. Uh Anyway, but, uh, you know, I'll never put down that ready. 
Of course, PSK31 and FL Digi. I don't know how many of y'all out there use FL Digi, but FL Digi has got more macro buttons than you can shake a stick at. So there's even less reason to have to type. Sooner or later, you'll just be able to wave your hands in there and make a contact. Yes, FL Digi is, and it's getting better. They've added logbook uh, compatibility to it. Um, it runs very well with the uh, ham libraries that are available under Linux and even the Windows version. And that's what they were running out at field day. I was talking about FL Digi earlier. That's what they were running out at the Mesquite Field Day. Well, I'm unfamiliar with that. Fill me in. The comment for those of y'all who aren't in the chat room at this time was about the uh, NUE new uh, PSK modem. And uh, it's a standalone device with an LCD screen. Really. And all you got to do is plug it into the radio. That's great. That's absolutely great. Well, as we come down to the end of this, uh, let me go ahead and tell one of Richard's uh, world-famous stories. No computer necessary. Little old PSK dumb terminal. Anyway, let me, let me, we'll wrap this up with one of Richard's stories. I know everybody hates them. That's why I keep telling them. Uh, back in, uh, Back in the early, early 90s, Radio Shack had a little uh, computer that was comparable to probably a Commodore VIC-20, some of the early TI computers and that kind of stuff. It was called a uh, a Tandy 102. And the Tandy 102 had uh, firmware for a little spreadsheet program, a little terminal program, and... uh, one other thing, some kind of calculator or something. And uh, we used to take those. Those were our portable packet terminals. We would run packet with those because they were they could run on a double A battery. <laughs> Thank you, Ustreamer three five one three five eight one three. Anyway, uh, you could run them on a, on AA batteries. You could plug them in. They had a serial port, so you could plug them into your uh, TNC, be it AEA or MFJ or whatever. And those TNCs would run off 12 volts, so you could plug them into your uh, cigarette lighter or whatever, and you had a portable packet station. And they were great. They were absolutely wonderful because all you had to do is hit one key. You were in a dumb terminal. You could use the command set that was in the modem. And life was good. Life was wonderful. Okay. Uh, Ustreamer35813 informs us that you can find the new PSK modem at www.new. N N U E dash PSK dot com. dot com. And that's KB three SBI. Thank you very much. Uh, we'll make sure that uh we attribute that information to you so uh, everybody knows. And in fact, uh 
I'm going to have to re-listen to this so I have that information for the canned version of Resonant Frequency when it comes out around the first of the month. So, uh, any, anyway, all right, we're at, uh, we're at an hour, which is about 50 minutes more than I thought we were going to go with this first uh, live episode. Uh, do y'all have anything else before we go? Dead air. Okay, Bill's Bill's had his fill of resonant frequency for tonight, and apparently he enjoyed himself too. Bill, I'll be looking for you to get that uh, get that headset hooked up. Uh, in fact, uh, send me an email. Let me know. I probably left out uh, the gentleman. I read his email earlier. He wanted to be involved in this stuff. I figured he'd be watching me on uh, be watching me on Twitter. But uh, it apparently didn't work out that way. And KB3SBI, since I don't have access to the call book, uh, what was your name? Caught him with his keyboard down. Oh, okay, Craig. Well, Craig, thank you for showing up, man. I'm, I'm sorry we... Uh, uh, probably going to go ahead and shut this thing down pretty quick but uh come on by and see us again and uh we have i have another show that's co that i co-host with uh, uh russ k5tux called linux in the ham shack and don't let the name scare you because we talk about amateur radio we talk about uh cross-platform software. In fact, if you don't have to actually pay money for it where the software is concerned, we talk about it. Uh, we've even talked about apples every once in a while. So uh, you go over and check that out. and uh, uh, That would be at lhsinfo.org. So finishing this up, I guess I probably need to give all the information again. We gave it out at the beginning, and we'll go ahead and give it out again. And we're going to try and start making this a regular thing. I'm not sure how often it's going to happen. And uh, I'm not sure how long it's how often it's going to happen. But now we know that it can happen. And all I have to do is remember how to hook the uh, cables back up together. And it turns out that Craig is a regular, listen, regular listener over at LHS. So with that, uh, if you want to contact me, you can uh, send me an email at kb5jbv at blacksparrowmedia.com kb5jbv at blacksparrowmedia.com or you can follow me on Twitter or one of the 100,000 other social networks I'm on. Uh, there I would be kb5jbv. In the case of Twitter, it's twitter.com stroke kb5jbv. I'm even on Identica. Uh, Go on over and check the forums for Resident Frequency and Linux in the Ham Shack at BlackSparrowMedia.com. Just click on the forum links and it'll take you right on in. For those of you who haven't discovered it yet, check out uh, Linux in the Ham Shack over at LHSinfo, LHSinfo.org. LHSinfo.org. And once again, I want to thank Bill and Craig and... Uh, Chris and the anonymous you streamers that have come in and dropped out in the process of uh, making this uh, thing happen. 
I want y'all to know that no badgers were harmed in the production of this particular episode. So with that, all y'all have a good night, and uh, we'll see y'all next time. Share the precious time